Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to, to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You're a blessing, your gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 121, verse 1 to 2, 3 to 4, 5 to 6, 7 to 8. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Together, our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I lift up my eyes toward the mountains. When shall help come to me? My help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. May he not suffer your foot to slip. May he slumber not who guard you. Indeed, he neither slumbers nor sleeps, the guardian of Israel. The Lord is your guardian. The Lord is your shade. He is beside you at your right hand. The sun shall not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will guard you from all evil. He will guard your life. The Lord will guard your coming and your going, both now and forever. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Together, our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, Render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, While it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Today, Jesus tells us a story to help us in our prayer life. You know, the story is about a judge who neither feared God nor respected any human being. There was also a widow who, who needed justice. You know, widows at that this time uh, during Jesus' time were some of the most vulnerable people in society. They had no one to stand up for them. The widow we see needed justice. And her only recourse was to this dishonest judge. She was rejected and rejected, but the widow would not give up. She kept coming and coming and coming. She, she, she made herself a nuisance. She was very determined. Finally, in exhaustion, we hear the judge say, while it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. 
If a judge in Jesus' story would answer the request of a widow in need, how much more will a loving, righteous, generous God hear the prayers of his chosen ones, of you and me? Now, it's really important to understand that this gospel is not about bugging God in the sense that I will keep crying and crying until I get what I want. You know, I saw a child in Fred Myers who was screaming at his mom for a toy, screaming and screaming, and I wanted to go myself and get that toy just so I could have some peace. So some people interpret this gospel story in that way, bug God till he gives you what you want. But my friends, it, it, it this, this particular gospel is a call for us to pray consistently, to pray regularly, to pray without ceasing. I think of a passage in St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You know, one thing I love about the gospel of Luke is that it's it's filled with times that Jesus prayed. You know, in Luke's gospel, we come to know that Jesus himself was very consistent in prayer. And prayer was very much a part of his life. You know, he, he prayed at his baptism right at the beginning. You know, after all the people had been baptized and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened. Jesus withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. Jesus spent all night in prayer before he chose the twelve. Once, when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? Jesus took Peter, James, and John and went up on the mountain to pray. Jesus was praying when the disciples asked him to teach them to pray, so he taught them the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer. Jesus prayed from the cross, Father, forgive them. They, they know not what they do. And so time and time again, we see Jesus at prayer. And so Jesus not only tells us stories about the importance of praying consistently, he shows us by his life. My friends, we must constantly abide in God's presence with our minds and hearts lifted up to him in prayers. You know, like Moses who lifted his hands in prayers and, and the psalmist who proclaims, I lift up my eyes toward the mountains. You and I, we, we continuously lift up our hands and eyes to God in prayers. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Praying constantly and consistently, we express that we, that we need God in our lives. Now, I know we might grow weary and just kind of get lazy. I, I know it, believe me. And that's where we all come in, I think. We, we must depend upon other believers to hold up our hands for us. You know, Moses needed Aaron and her to, to keep his hands raised. We here in the book of Exodus, meanwhile, Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other. And so whenever we come to Mass, we, we celebrate our connection to one another in a faith community. We do not come here every weekend just to, to pray in the presence of others. We come to pray with others as part of 
the community. We are signs to one another of the presence of Christ among us. We are connected to one another as members of the same community. And so together we form the body of Christ. It is when we join with one another that we can display our faith and raise our hands together in praise of God. And so today, my friends, I want to suggest three things to, to guide you in your prayer life. First, schedule a time every day to pray. We all have a calendar and we all schedule everything. And in the midst of our busyness, we must schedule a time to pray. Like the psalmist, we pray, I will call upon God and the Lord will save me. Make prayer a priority. You know, I can talk all day about wanting to exercise, but until I make it a priority and put it on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So make prayer a priority in your life. Carve out time in your schedule. Write it on your calendar and set it as a, as a priority appointment. Secondly, know who you're praying to. <laughs> you know, God is love, one who desires to draw closer to us, one who has an interest in the tiniest details of our lives. And when you know this and believe it, then you won't hesitate to start a conversation with God because you know God is always available to listen to you. God may not give you everything that you want, but God knows what you need. And thirdly, pray with the scriptures. You know, using the Psalms will help you adore, praise, and exalt God. One thing I would recommend is the Liturgy of the Hours. You know, there's a wonderful resource from Word on Fire, you know, and every month you can subscribe and, and get the prayers, the morning prayers, the evening prayer, the night prayer, and it will help you throughout the course of the month to keep praying. One thing I know for sure is that being consistent in prayer will change your life. I have seen such prayer change the lives of so many. You know, I, I know a person who was lost and did not know peace. She was always complaining, always finding fault in everything. And I told this person to start praying. And now she is actively involved in the community and is the happiest I have ever seen her. The Lord wants only good things for all of us. So give the Lord your day. Give the Lord your life, your all. And one thing is for sure. I am praying consistently for you, my brothers and sisters. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.